learning together the book Ganemuna, God of Faith, by Rosh Hashanah Marash, page 74 in the Hebrew version. We're learning the correct response to being on the receiving end of suffering from another person. Someone else is causing me problems. What's my correct response? So the Amuna response that we were learning is that I need to see Hashem. Hashem's behind it all. Not so easy to see that when we see in front of us person, flesh and bones, with free choice. And we know that this person's got free choice. And we understand, maybe rightly, maybe wrongly, but we understand that this person has free choice in what they're doing. And that's why it's difficult for us to give that up to Hashem. And say it's just Hashem. If it was not a person that was causing the problem, if it was an illness, or if it was some other natural event that was causing us difficulties. So, it's easier for us to give that back to Hashem. Say, Hashem, you're behind this. But when we see a person, it's much more difficult. Because we understand a person has free choice. So it's difficult for us. And nonetheless, uh, we switched. Um, but uh, nonetheless, even though there is a person involved, we have to know that the person is also just a shliach from Hashem. So what do we do? So Rabbi But we need to turn to Hashem. When a person turns to Hashem and he requests from him, from Hashem, that he forgives him on his sins, which were the cause of his bringing on the suffering. Right? Like we said yesterday, that the only reason a person is suffering, there's no suffering without pricing. So when we turn to Hashem to ask for the suffering to stop, because... We don't want to. It's not that we ask for the suffering to continue. Nobody wants that. Right? That's just being a martyr. Right? We don't do that suffering martyr thing in this religion. Right? We, if you're suffering, it's fair enough. If you're sick, it's appropriate to ask to be well. If you're in pain, it's appropriate to ask not to be in pain anymore. It doesn't matter what sort of suffering. So we do. So it's not the case of saying, my amuna is such that. I'm happy with the suffering. I mean, if the suffering is stopping me from serving Hashem, then for sure it's not good that that suffering continues. So it's correct to turn to Hashem to ask Him to take away the suffering. But how do I ask Him to do that? Not simply just take it away. Because then I'm missing the, the point for why He gave me the suffering in the first place. Please take away this suffering and show me why you sent it and what I need to do to fix it. Right? What, what, what do you want me to do to fix it here? What teshuva do I need to make? Effectively, essentially what teshuva I need to make. Right? Because it's a sin that I did. And if it's from a sin, so it has to be teshuva, even if it's simply Rambam's four steps. Admitting it, confessing, regretting it saying sorry and, and, and uh, making a resolution not to do it again. So even if that's it, and I don't actually take on any changes in my life, but I actually just make teshuva. You're right, Hashem, I didn't realise that I shouldn't be eating cheeseburgers, but thank you for pointing it out. I made teshuva, that's it. 
whatever it is that, that, uh, that caused me this suffering. Yeah, so, so Rabbi Arish writes that um, says first of all, a person can't ask Hashem to show him the message until he is happy. Until he's happy, right? Because uh, if we're not happy with, so to speak, happy with the situation, it means that we're upset with Hashem, we're angry at Hashem. I don't deserve this. Why you're bringing this? Why you're bringing this on me? It's not fair. I don't. And then, if a person tries to look for the reasons, he's going to come up with twisted reasons because he, he's not with Hashem. He's against Hashem, and Hashem just hates me. And it's uh, so for sure. But when a person's in a space of happiness, Hashem, I know this is from you, this is my own good, thank you for sending me the wake-up call, exactly what I need, I just want you to show me now what it is that I need to fix. And he's in a good space, and it's not so easy to get to that place. But if a person can get to that place, then he can start asking for help. But Hashem's going to show me what it is. And at the end of the day, Hashem is going to show me. Meaning, whatever comes into my head, it's from Him. So if he puts into my head, you know what? It's because, I know, you didn't buy your wife a birthday present. So fine. That's what comes into your head. That's what Hashem sent you. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't that. Maybe that. My job is not to second guess Hashem. My, my job is to put whatever is in front of me to do. If he put that in front of me to do, so that's what I'm going to do. He wanted me to do something different. He'll, he'll, he'll give me another idea. But right now, you've given me the idea right now that what I need to do right now is buy my wife's birthday present or say sorry to her or whatever. So that's what I'm going to do. If there's anything else and I'm missing it, so you're going to show me and you're going to tell me because this is what I'm going Okay? His, his world. He's still he's controlling it all. So even though there are 50,000 possibilities, whatever he gives me, I have to understand that that's correct. Because he's not going to play games with me. Right? I'm not going to make Teshuvah and genuinely want to change and ask Hashem to show me. And then he's going to show me something wrong. And then I'm going to get to Shemaim after 120. And they're going to say, yeah, you never did Teshuvah on that. You're going to be, wait a minute. And what, it's just not logical. It's not logical. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I forgot to tell you what I wanted you to do. Hashem is, gives us, Hashem is loving kindness. He gives us everything we, we need to fix ourselves person who genuinely wants to fix himself. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Right? There are, there are, we have times, all of us, but we don't want to know. It's too difficult. Right? Some things are too difficult for us to deal with right now. It's too big. It's asking too much of me. Right? For whatever this thing is. And so we, we walk around like this, like, over the problem. Like, when I'm not on the problem. You're right. I am selfish, but I can't get to grips with changing that fact that I'm selfish right now right, so then I kind of knowingly or I'm at least partially at to fault in not fixing the correct thing but if I'm uh, if I'm continuing down the path of self-improvement speaking to Hashem wanting to change then I'll get to that place too where I'll get to change even the difficult things might not be today or tomorrow but as long as I want it, continue to be strong, then that too will change. So a person asks Hashem, right? So if we have someone who's causing us problems, so we don't go and 
deal with the stick, right? They're just a stick in Hashem's hands. We don't go and uh, argue with the stick or threaten the stick. We go and ask Hashem. And we don't ask Hashem only that he stops the suffering from this person. Rather, we also ask him to change him into uh, a, a faithful loved one. In the translation of the Hebrew. Right? Meaning, if someone's giving me a hard time, like my neighbour is just playing his music loud, and I've told him already that it's not very nice and he just doesn't care, right? So not only do I, well, I don't do what, uh, I don't pray that he before, uh, something nasty befalls him. I prefer, pray that he does teshuva, like Gloria told Rav Meir from the Gemara, right? Um, but not only that, I pray, Rabbi says, turn him, to a, turn him into a friend. Why are you going to pray that, that he stops? Don't, don't stop your prayers there. Prayers can achieve everything and anything. Pray that he turns from being an enemy into being a loved, a loved one, being someone who, who's your friend. Right? The bank manager that's just not giving you an overdraft and is annoying you. So turn him into someone who, Hashem, he should, he should really want to help me. He's going to find a way to... To get this mash cancer through, whatever it's going to be, right? Not that he just stops giving me a hard time. Everything's coming from a shem. So let's say a neighbor that's playing the music, it's coming from some album from from us, right? So if we do chuba on that, wouldn't that rectify the situation? Like we do chuba and we complete chuba, and and then then mm-hmm. a shem would make that guy stop. Now, yeah, but it, so you'd have the stopping. Right, but then why why go half the way? You made like because that neighbor is still not going to still not going to be I'm still not going to be on good 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 terms with that neighbor, right? We're going to see each other Shabbos if you're lucky, right, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you stop playing the music. No, I'm going to invite him round to my house. We're going to be friends. We're going to be chavutot. Who knows? Right? Why stop? You know, we should. Why not? Right? It's great to have friends and loved ones and people who are or close to us uh, many situations it's much better to have people in that so you bring the pasuk about that uh, your enemies will turn into your friends etc top a person who's not prepared to learn emuna, it's impossible to help him says Ramosh why? since he wants To, uh, to be helped only according to his understanding um, for example he, he'll make an effort with people um, he'll, uh, he'll get into debt he'll use force violence, flattery etc right so a person who who doesn't who doesn't learn a munah, you can't help him get out of his situation. Because if he's not prepared to turn to Hashem for a solution, then he's got no other choice but to use one or the other. Physical, tried and tested, sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, uh, methods of trying to solve his problem. And since these ways don't solve the problem, 
And the fact is that they themselves usually lead to uh, more problems. And why do they lead to more problems when a person goes down that route? Because Hashem wants him to be in, in getting to even worse difficulties in order that that uh, that he'll understand and this time he'll he'll think that um, that there's someone that's doing this to him and that, that he won't be successful. Right? It's Davka when a person tries to use other routes to solve his problem he often finds himself in more hot water than he started with. Right? Why? Because Hashem is Davka making the problem worse for him now because he's taking the wrong decision and Hashem wants to bring him back and needs to show him so you have to get into an even worse problem in order that he eventually wakes up if so why do we why do we see that sometimes people do succeed in using these other ways which are against the the Ratzon of Hashem which are not ways of Amunah to fix problems why do we see that sometimes people are successful the answer is Huh? It's a quick fix. No, I'm trying to work out what his answer is. He's so excited. So what he, he I'm going to continue. He says that the uh, Rabbi says here that the only the only solution to a person's problem is to learn emuna, to go in the path of the advice of the ways of Amunah like we're learning in this Sefer person who's able to uh, to, uh, to to give himself towards this, this path he can solve easily all the problems that he has and through the, the, the correct uh, the correct lessons which he's going to learn in this safer it's the only way to help him correctly but a person who comes to ask for help and he wants help which is only according to his own secha his own understanding he's, he could be compared to a, a sick person who comes to a doctor and he asks the doctor to cure him but only according to his understanding in that case what would happen so the doctor would ask him are you able to cure yourself if so why did you come to me if you want to to be cured be quiet and listen to the instructions I'm going to give you and with Hashem's help you'll be cured so what's he saying he's saying here's advice if someone comes to you with problems right we all share problems with uh, with our friends with our family People talk about the issues they have. So, if the person that you're speaking to, we all have issues, we all have problems. So, if the person you're speaking to is someone who's prepared to listen from a perspective of a, a Muna, you can help him. But if he's not, you just can't help him. So, so <laughs> he doesn't write it, but like the, in brackets, there's no point even trying. I mean, what, I mean there is, because you want to try and push him down the Amuna route. But... But giving someone help that's not Amuna based is not really help. It's not, it's not helping them, it's just getting them more stuck in the problem. 
and, and I'm also then getting myself stuck in the problem because I'm leading them on a path which is not a Torah path and that doesn't go well for me either right? I'm effectively putting a stumbling block before the blind I'm, I'm leading him down the wrong path so you haven't got a lot of choice if someone comes to you with a problem and they don't want to they don't want to hear the Amuna response so you haven't got a lot you can say apart from commiserate with them and, you know maybe pray for them there were those people who um, who say that they have emunah but only with what he calls here half a mouth for example that they come to request advice for Shalom Bayit and then the Rav explains to them that all suffering that uh, the wife is causing the husband is from Hashem and only Teshuvah is going to help him and then they'll say to him right, this couple that came but Vada'a or the, he the husband will say certainly I agree with everything that everything comes from Hashem but why is she doing this to me? right what what did I do to her that she's doing this to me? Doesn't she realise that she's uh, she's wrecking the house and destroying the kids? Right? Meaning she, that after all, um, he's st- this person is still stuck in his butt, right? His and he still continues to see um, that. What, is, what he thinks is causing him his problem is only from, from uh, the, the reality in front of his eyes. Right? If we can't have a munah and hold on to the fact that we're, we're blaming the, the situation in front of our eyes. The situation in front of our eyes is correct. It exists. However, Hashem is causing it. The situation that I'm dealing with is only a manifestation of Hashem's will. It happens to be played out by characters on the screen in my life. They call my wife, my kids, the bank manager, whoever it is. But they're, they're only shlichim. So although it looks very real, and it feels very real, when I fall into the questioning of other people that they have some responsibility so then I'm I'm, I'm back to square one again so questioning but wait a minute doesn't she also have to be nice to me hasn't she also got obligations to Hashem that she's not allowed to right hasn't she also got to take care of the kids right so these are all very nice questions but they're irrelevant in terms of Amunah they're 100% correct, but they're not my problem. Just like I don't ask questions on the neighbour next door, doesn't he have a duty to, uh, I know, to his wife? Yeah, right, for sure he does. It's not my, it's not my problem. So in the same way, it's not my problem to ask about my wife and, my, and these other people who are causing me problems, for example. Right, but don't they have an obligation to do this? Don't they? Or shouldn't they also be? You're right. They should. But it's nothing to do with me. Just like the neighbour's nothing to do with me. Can the wife say this? You know, is supposed the wife to, to, to do the same thing? 
from the other way, on the other side, can she think that, you know, she didn't send any things through my husband, so, so I shouldn't complain about him? Yes. But it's not the hu- for the husband to, to, the husband can't point that out. But, but she herself, so for example, uh, the Rav wrote two books on Shalom Bayat, one for men and one for women. So in each one, he tells the man or he tells the woman what they should be doing. And they have an obligation. Right? And, uh, but one can't tell the other. Well, then the wife is will, will break the group. <laughs> right? But it's a, right? So, yeah, so for a start, he says at the beginning of the book, right? Men are not, right? The women are not allowed to read this one, men are not allowed to read that one, right? And, uh, right, for sure, uh, they're not allowed to, you know, a woman who, uh, the class on Shalom Bayat says, yeah, but you've got to listen to your wife, right? So, but she will anyway, because that's her chance then to go, right? And, uh, especially, uh, Breslov women. Breslov women know very well that, uh, they're, they're just the reflection of their husband and everything's on the husband and blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, you can't win. You, my wife can't win. But, but tough, but that's because, you know, Hashem is now treating the husband with a, with a higher level. And he can't, can't wiggle out. There's no wiggle room. With relationships like made with, with kids, you, you have like two separate paths in the sense that if they're creating balagan, like they have, you have to rectify that issue for like for them, but you also have to rectify like why it's happening too. I mean, is it is it, is it, so, is it kind of similar? I mean, you have to you have to realize that it's not, it's not just one thing going on. Or like, you hear what I'm saying? I think so. Uh, I'll, I'll give an answer if it's not correct. Okay. Then the the rabbi in, in his book. Um, I know what it's called God of Children. I know the Hinoch Ba'ahava, educating with love, which is about child rearing. So he says over there that that um, children are our mirrors, uh-huh. and uh, just like you know, just like the wife is a mirror. So if you want to fix the problem with with our kids, we have to fix the problem in, in us. Is it? I mean, is it, is it like so? It's across the board. I mean, like it's like coworkers too. You have a problem with coworker. You have to fix something yourself. But like, if they obviously, I mean, like if you fix something yourself, then they're going to stop. Being like, let's say they're being annoying, or they have something that like is like so a, the problem. So, wait, so it depends what's going on. If they're mm-hmm. causing me suffering, mm-hmm. so I have so to know. I have to, to know just to me. Then, okay. then my suffering is is something between me and Hashem, and I need to sort it out with Him. I, I need to know that Hashem, you're causing me suffering, Hashem. I know you, you're sending me this guy to do it, but you're causing me suffering, and and I need to sort it out with the boss. Go okay. direct. If he's causing someone else suffering. Then the Same. question is, well, not me. Yeah, okay. Do it. The question, then, then, then there's a valid question: Should I be getting involved in this? Uh-huh. Yes. No. I don't know. Well, we all describing you suffering and someone else suffering the same, the same suffering, so to speak. Then it's his, it's, it's uh, his issue, right? I mean, no. If the issue is just the no. no, it's my. It's the Hashem will maybe dress it up yeah. in terms of a guy who's just nasty to everyone. Uh-huh. And he's including nasty to me. So I say, well, I, it's got nothing to do with me. I could say wrongly. But it's nothing to do with me. He's not sending me messages because he does that to everyone. No, but, that, but, but that just means that it's just more hidden. Uh-huh. If this was a, 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 a wonderful guy, he was like, let's say, someone in the class and he's a Talmud Hakam in the Yeshiva and he's the sweetest and he loves everyone. And Dafka me just hates... So fine, so okay, I need to go to the field and say, what's going on here, Shem? Like, the, the, this fanatic in the shiva loves everyone and he's really having a hard time with me. Obviously, I'm doing something wrong. But if you've got a jerk who goes around being an idiot to everyone and he's an idiot to me, 
So it's easier for me to brush that off now with something to do with me. I know it's not a message for me. Right? This is just, he's an idiot. No, it's a harder test. But if I'm, on, if I'm suffering, I need to know that it's also a message for me. Hashem is just hiding it in a, in a big sense. It's like, where would it be like two separate tracks? That he, like he's got his thing and I've got my thing. He's also got his thing. Yeah. For sure, but that's not my issue. Well, I have to worry about that. Yeah. So, like, if you fix your thing, then he'll stop annoying you, he'll annoy someone else, so to speak. Well, there's, there's two tracks. There is two, there's, but not those two yeah. tracks. There's two tracks you could say. One is that I have my issue to fix and make to shuva and whatever, Hashem, the reason why I got this suffering in the first place. Mm-hmm. But in terms of him, what's my, my obligation to him, my relationship with him? So then you could turn to, uh, to Torah Reish Peibet, to Zamra. And you say, my job with, with someone is to find their good points and to raise him up, right? And to get him to do tshuva, which Rabbi Nachman says, at least in one of his, one of his uh, lessons, the, one of the main famous ones, is that a person, if you look for his good points, and you cause him, that, that in itself will cause him to do tshuva. So I can rectify him, so to speak, if, that, if I'm worried about rectifying him, by finding his good points, which is the opposite of having a go at him and, and telling him he's a jerk. Right. right. Um, why does that help? Why does it help to find someone's good points? So when a person finds their good points, it uh, it uh, it brings spiritual light into them, into that person's soul. We can affect other people. Just as when we criticize people, it makes them feel bad. Right? It brings darkness into their soul, and the light goes away, and they feel bad. Right? So too, when we either to their face or not even to their face mm-hmm. think good about people it lights up their soul when a person's soul lights up the darkness disappears <coughs> right there the person is being nasty being an idiot being a jerk whatever because he's got a lot of darkness in his soul he's got light because he's got he's in the shammah but it's a lot of darkness he's a lot a lot of personal suffering and he's taking it out on other people so that that can uh, that, and that can affect anyone, other people, right? And and the the neshama knows, right? The Gemara says uh, if, uh, even though the person doesn't see, the neshama sees. Right? So when you pray for someone, someone who doesn't like you or you're not getting on with them and you pray for them, then it's remarkable that, that they'll change around because the person's neshama knows that, that you're praying for them and you're feeling good about them and whatever and they'll be a lot more, more, more disposed to you afterwards. Top, we'll end there today. Thanks.